0: Welcome to the Habit Your Way With Dean podcast, where you will learn to transform into the best version of yourself, become a self-love expert, shift your mindset, and build new habits to help you cultivate a life of freedom. On this podcast, expect vulnerability as I too am growing on this long, beautiful journey with you. If you haven't already done so, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful day or night or morning, depending on when you're listening to this podcast episode. My allergies have been kicking in, so my voice is a bit raspy. I don't know if you guys could hear it or not. I hope not, but yeah. (laughs) Okay, so let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. Today's topic is going to be the ego. And I have so much to say about this topic. Like, there's so much I could talk about. And, like, the ego is just, like, such a huge part of our lives. And sometimes we don't even notice it. I think as a society, like, we have been taught that, like, Being ego-driven is a good thing because you protect yourself that way. And I don't think that ego is a bad thing at all. But when we let it control our lives, our emotions, our feelings, our thoughts, it could really take a toll on us. So what is the ego? According to simplypsychology.org, the ego is that part of the eye which has been modified by the direct influence of the external world. The ego develops to meditate between the unrealistic eye and the external real world. So to me, the ego is kind of like the unconscious part of myself, the impulsive part that is always trying to protect you. So when will you know that you are in your ego mindset or reacting, responding from your ego side and not your highest self? I think... When we take things personal, it's like the biggest, one of the biggest ones, because like I said, your ego is always trying to protect you. So I'm going to be saying that a lot in this podcast episode, because I just want to like show you guys how the ego comes up in a lot of our lives and we don't even realize it. So for instance, say you had plans with your sister or your boyfriend or one of your friends and they canceled plans on you last minute. So automatically, your ego is going to tell you all of these scenarios. It's going to tell you. But do you notice how all of these things have to do with you? Like that there is something wrong with you. Nothing at all with the person, which is probably what it is. Maybe your friend or boyfriend or sister are sick or they're just having a bad day and they don't feel like hanging out. But your ego is going to tell you all of these scenarios and make you feel like there's something wrong with you. Like if you are unworthy and then you take it personal. When again, it probably has nothing to do with you. I'm going to give you guys a couple more examples before I give you guys tips on how you can heal and work through your ego. So the next example is say one of your friend comes up to you and she's telling you about an argument she had with her boyfriend because she went up to him and asked him whether the pink dress looked better or the blue dress And he said the pink dress and her response was so you're saying that I look fat in the pink dress So you're saying that the pink dress is ugly That's your ego speaking. Those are all the scenarios your ego is playing out in your head Nowhere in there did the boyfriend say anything close to any of those things, but the girlfriend still Perceived it as that and she took it personal. So like I said, the ego always wants to protect you so With those scenarios, it'll make you feel like you have to defend yourself from something. Like in that case, the boyfriend said that um, the blue dress was better. And so she feels a need to defend herself. When you feel the need to like constantly defend yourself, that is another sign that you are in your ego mindset. There was one time when I was hanging out with some friends and one of them mentioned like that my hair looked nappy. And I took it very personal. I didn't react, but like I was like, in my head, I was saying, why would she say that? That's so me. She's basically saying that my hair is ugly. Like, I, ha- I felt that need to defend myself. I felt the need to, like, tell her off. Obviously, I didn't. But then when I was, like, reflecting over that, I was like, wow, that was my ego. Like that was my ego trying to defend me and protect me because that's my ego's job. So obviously it's going to feel the need to protect me and defend me. Or have you ever been like at a party or a public space where there's a lot of people and then like all of a sudden you start getting these thoughts of like, oh my God, everybody's probably looking at me. They probably think this shirt is ugly. Everyone's judging me. When the reality is that nobody really cares. Everybody's too busy focused on themselves. But your ego always wants to make it about you. Ego in Latin means I. So basically it just always wants to make things about you. So in that scenario where you're like, oh my God, people are looking at me. That's your ego speaking, trying to protect you. So you have your guard up a lot of the times with your ego. All right, two more examples. So the next example is say you're talking to a guy, you've been talking to him nonstop. And then all of a sudden he takes five hours to respond. So then your ego starts telling you all of these scenarios. Maybe he's not interested anymore. Maybe he doesn't like me. Maybe he's with another girl. And so to defend you, to protect you from getting hurt, because you've already made up all those scenarios in your head. Like you you believe those scenarios are true when they're not. Your ego just wants to protect you in case that worst case scenario happens. But the truth is that it's probably not true. So to protect you, your ego will push that boy away. When you really don't know the truth. Maybe he was working. Maybe he was sleeping. Maybe his phone died. But so then finally when he responds, after five hours, you're like, okay, well, just because of that, I'm going to take 10 hours to respond. And that is your ego's way of protecting you from being hurt. Your ego obviously doesn't want you to get hurt. It wants to protect you from all the pain possible. So you're going to push that boy away because you've made up all these scenarios in your head and that you believe are true because your mind said so and maybe that boy's excuse was that he was working but again our ego will creep up on us and tell us that's not true he's probably with another girl when he probably is telling the truth but i think again as a society like we are so like we have like this bubble around us Because we're so scared of being vulnerable and believing that. Maybe because we've been hurt in the past. And so because we've been hurt in the past, our ego wants to protect us. So it's going to tell you, don't believe that. Push him away. The last example I have for you guys today is how your ego tries to keep you in the same cycles. Again, as I mentioned before, the ego is always going to try to keep you in your comfort zone. It's going to try to keep you safe. So when you try doing something out of your comfort zone, when you try to change something, It's going to be hard because your ego is going to try to bring you back to those old habits, back to who you used to be, because that's what it's used to. Okay, let me give a, a few examples on when I started trying to heal my anxiety and depression. I remember feeling and thinking that nothing was going to change. I had like this this goal in my head to heal from like all of that crap. But my my subconscious, my unconscious wasn't lining up with my conscious. So I would get like these thoughts of like, uh, why are you even trying? Like, you're just going to end up at the same spot. Nothing's going to change. And so I knew that was my ego. Well, now I know that. I didn't know that back then. But now I understand why. Because my ego is not used to change. That was so sudden, you know? I've been living in the same habit that caused me to feel that way for 18 years. That when I started to change, it was like, whoa, like, what's going on? This This is weird. Because... My ego wanted to keep me safe and my ego thought that my depression and anxiety, which was like a pattern that I lived with for 18 years, was what was safe for me because I had been there for so long. Or say you have an interview for a job and it's a pretty high-end job, so you have all of these Negative thoughts coming into your mind about it. Like, why even go? You're probably not going to get the job. You're not good enough. That's your ego speaking. And again, it's just trying to protect you and keep you in the comfort zone. The comfort zone is what you're used to. You're used to that normal job. So for you to like reach out of your comfort zone and and want something more for yourself, your ego is going to fight it. Okay, so now for the ways on how we can heal this or work through our ego. The first one is probably going to be the most important is to just watch it. This is like, like be aware of your ego. This is the biggest one that has helped me so much. Even in times when I want to react and like go off on someone and defend myself, just watch it. Like feel the fear coming up in your body, and your throat, wherever you're feeling it. And be aware that that's your ego. Say it. Okay, that, that's my ego. Oh, there she is. She's trying to protect me. Okay, guys, I'm going to say something. This is going to be so funny, but I actually have a name for my ego. When I first started doing like the ego work and stuff, I had come across an article that said, name your ego. So my parents, my name was originally going to be Mariah. So that's my ego's name. I named my ego Mariah. And so like when my ego comes up, I'm like, "Oh, oh, there she is. She's trying to protect me. And I'm like, okay, Mariah, I hear you. I see all the, all, the, all the chatter you're making up in my head. Like, I see it. I see you and I hear you. So the first step is to be aware of your ego when it's coming up, when you want to overreact. And the second step is to name it. Or I guess those go like together. The third step would be to understand your ego. Validate it. Validate your feelings because even though your feelings are not true, even though your thoughts are not true, you still have to validate them. By validating them, I mean, give them the space. So this could look like, let's use that first scenario about your friend or yeah, let's use that one about your friend canceling plans on you. So you could say something like, and obviously everybody's past is different, but I forgot to mention that your ego, obviously like it protects you based on your reality. So like on your past experiences, your ego has been protecting you. Since you were born. So it reacts based on how it feels it should react. Based on your past. So say your friend cancels on you. And you feel like this hard feeling on your chest. And you're like, why do I feel this way? Like, it's just my friend canceling on me. Why is my ego making up all these scenarios? Well, let's take a deeper look. Maybe you come from a family where your parents were divorced. And you lived with your mom. And sometimes your dad wouldn't make it to pick you up. Or... On his weekends, he would cancel. So like you really took that to heart when you were a child. You didn't understand that it had nothing to do with you and that like sometimes life just happens or like, I don't know, I don't want to get too deep into that. But maybe you have that wounding still as an adult. So that comes up for you now when your friend cancels on you. It feels the same as when your dad would cancel on you. So understand your ego. Say, hey, you know what? Like, I understand where you're coming from. I understand that like this, this is something you're trying to protect me from a past experience that you think might be played out again. I completely get why this makes you feel the way that you do. Maybe you feel sad. Maybe you feel angry. Validate that feeling. It's okay. Your fe- your feelings are always valid. Sit with the feeling. Let it flow through your body. I know how uncomfortable this could be, but just sit with the feeling. Okay. Uh, fourth would be to thank your ego something I do when I see myself wanting to react I simply tell myself like I place my hand on my heart and I'm like hey uh, Mariah (laughs) hey Mariah thank you so much for trying to protect me like I can completely see why you want to protect me and stuff but I got it from here I got it from here I can take care of it there's no perceived threat I promise I am safe and that's it I know we can get in like this pattern of like judgment towards ourselves like why am I thinking this why do I feel this way over my friend canceling plans but like that does not serve you at all so always always be kind to yourself okay the fifth thing is this the fifth or the fourth I'm not sure so don't react that's like huge have you ever heard the quote there is freedom in your choices there really is if you choose not to react I promise you're going to feel so much better. Sit with the feeling. Sit with the thought. But remember that your ego is constantly making up chatter in your head. It wants you to take things personal. It wants you to defend yourself. It wants to protect you. So don't do it. That's where true healing comes in. That's where you rewire these patterns of overreacting. When you simply witness it, you you sit with it, but you don't have to react. You don't have to tell anybody off. You don't have to complain about anything. This is... Easier said than done, I know, because it's something I'm still working on. But I also need to understand that I need to forgive myself when I do react. Especially because I've only been doing this work for, I'm not sure how long, but not that long. And I, I judge myself sometimes when I do react. I'm like, really, Deandra? like, really, you just did this. But then I'm like, hey, like, I just started this work. this This takes, like, super long. It's a, a long process. I need to be patient with myself. And the last piece of advice that I'm going to give you guys is to do it scared. This is referring to the thing about like your ego trying to keep you in the same cycles. Obviously, you're going to be scared to do something. Obviously, I'm still scared of like this healing journey. And I'm like, am I even doing it right? Like, is this even right? But I'm still doing it. Like, do it scared. Do it even though your ego is telling you not to. Do it even though your ego is trying to protect you. Just do it. Sometimes like we stay in things... Or we do things we don't want to do. Like we overeat or we don't exercise for our health. Think about something that like you don't want to do. Maybe you want to rewire your brain. Maybe you're tired of thinking those negative thoughts. The reason you're constantly thinking those negative thoughts is because it's a pattern already. Like it's programmed into your head. So when you want to change those thoughts, your ego is going to fight it. Your ego is going to try to keep you in the same cycles. But do it scared. That is all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and were able to learn a few things from it. As always, I welcome your feedback at Deandra Serrano at yahoo.com or O underscore Deandra. That's O-H underscore Deandra. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys on next week's Hello and welcome to the Habit Your Way with Dean podcast where you will learn to transform into the best version of yourself, become a self-love expert, shift your mindset and build new habits to help you cultivate a life of freedom. On this podcast, expect vulnerability as I too am growing on this long, beautiful journey with you. If you haven't already done so, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode.